Welcome to Philosopher's Moan. I am Blair, obviously, and thank you so much for coming to episode two. We're having an especially great week. I wanted to tell you about my snack I had earlier. I had yogurt with blueberries, maple syrup, and peanut butter and chocolate chips. It was awesome. Uh, I grew up with two older brothers, and so the dinner table or any table for a meal, I feel like I was pressured to eat rather quickly if I wanted to like get seconds or anything. They would be gone if I didn't eat as fast as they did. So training myself to eat slower, um, I've been doing it like, well, I haven't, I've had I did it today, okay? I haven't done it in a while, but I'm trying to do more mindful eating, it's called. Where when you're eating, you eat really like slow and mindfully. Like you try to feel every tiny detail and sensation associated with what you're eating. Just for fun, I wanted to try and describe what mindful eating is like, but with ASMR effects, if I could figure them out. ASMR, by the way, is, oh geez, what is it? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. It says, also known as a brain massage. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to try. Let's see what happens. You put the spoon in your mouth. It's cold. Yogurt. Slick and whipped. Topped with blueberries sloping over valleys of gooey maple syrup. Flowing into your mouth. You taste the tingly sour notes of dairy. The crushed blueberries staining the roof of your mouth. <laughs> that was oh. Wow, that was the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, 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 I know. Okay, it was fun. God. I love you. <laughs> This is a friendly reminder that the reality surrounding you can only be made better from your gratitude and love. Any moment that you think you know something, you should just stop yourself and think, well, that is a tiny, tiny particle of knowingness and I actually don't know anything. So then you've got plenty of room to know more because it just never stops. It never ends, the knowing stuff thing. I mean, be confident that you obviously have a whole slew of experiences that's given you a lot of knowledge, a lot of schooling, perhaps. I do know one thing, though. Bitches, they come, they go. There is no end to the knowingness, and you just look like an idiot when you think you know stuff. (laughs) I'm actually really curious to know... Um, like specific instances uh, where maybe you thought you knew something and it was just thrown right back in your face. I think those are the most fun stories to hear because we all have them and they're all kind of embarrassing or humbling or whatever, but I'd love to discuss. Send your stories in. Something you probably don't know. I think this is hilarious and interesting that you know they always kind of in science class and whatever made it seem like there's just you know billions of sperm cells traveling you know through the birth canal to get to the egg and you know one of the swimmers is strong enough and just makes it in there and bada bing bada bong here's a developing fetus but turns out 
that the egg also chooses what sperms actually permeate. So not only does it have to be a strong swimmer that actually makes it to egg land, but it also has to be approved by the egg. So this is new research from Stockholm University, Manchester University, NHS Foundation Trust, uh, that the research shows human eggs use chemical signals to attract the sperm, showing the egg chooses which sperms to create with. I think what's really funny about it is the idea that that means all of us that are these, you know, walk and talk in human adults or young adults or children, whoever you are. <laughs> and we came to be because a little egg and a little swimmer both decided, ah, yes, we shall create a thing. And then kapow, look at us now. Sometimes I think, so imagine God shattering into many gods and goddesses, and then the organic invention of human bodies just became the avatars for the gods and goddesses to play out just, you know, nonstop epic storylines amongst each other. <laughs> other times, I think the whole lifescape could be the Matrix, and really you're just playing peekaboo with yourself nonstop. You just you just keep being faced with different versions of yourself and different bodies and experiences and nonstop we're all just like what are we doing oh i don't know hi how are you oh i'm okay <laughs> like we're just one big massive organism with eight billion little human brains ravaging the surface of the planet as we explore what is the point <laughs> I think it's pretty cool that it's always up for interpretation. It can always be changing and evolving, you know, however you, that's why it's like an exchange, a back and forth between the individual living being perceiving reality and reality reflecting back because it's, uh, it, it's required to be observed to exist at all. And it's also like, the the subjectivity to it there's it's hard to know what the absolute perception is like to frame your mind around how you're experiencing life well so it's nice that there is creative vision there you get to decide and create how you want to perceive the bigger picture and we should rejoice in that freedom i hate to bring the law of attraction up because <laughs> it just seems very cliche but it is true it, like there's a lot of truth to it that if you for example are extremely paranoid you are inadvertently asking to be proven correct for your paranoia so you'll be focusing on and giving attention to negative things I guess if you're paranoid they're out to get you and then you are going to experience more of that in your reality so the opposite of paranoia that's like a, a better state to be in even if it's just ridiculous because just because you want ice cream doesn't mean ice cream is going to appear at least if you're open to the idea of good things happening to you you're definitely going to have more chances of like giving good things attention so then you know reality is entirely hinged upon where your attention is all, at all times <laughs> so here is a friendly reminder to 
focus your attention on all the wonderful, great things in your life and your day and hope for great things to keep on coming your way. I'm sure they will. Uh, but what if they don't? Uh... Oh, well, I guess then you have to regroup and stop complaining because everybody's got their own hardships. They really do. And most of them won't talk about it. I wish people talked about their hardships more, but I think it comes from a place of shame and worry. And frankly, I think most people aren't even aware of their hardships because everyone's journey is that vastly different. And also everyone's way of perceiving and feeling things and interpreting and translating everything around them is so vastly different. And I think that leads me to... Uh, we're going to talk about that in part two. So this is the end of part one, and I'll see you in literally a moment or a second, whatever. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> Hi, welcome to part two. So I was thinking that truly one of the best feelings is uh, when you feel like truly understood by someone because of how differently we are all interpreting reality, there is something like really sparking and nice about someone like really, really understanding what you're saying. Like not just, oh, they heard you, they get it. They, they fully understand what you're saying and you can see it in their eyes and you're like, oh yes. <laughs> so being understood is like, a feeling. It's not just an action, an exchange of information. It's also this this feeling you respond with of like, ah, like, wow, because there's so many little details. Sometimes it seems that our favorite people may actually be our favorite people simply because of the familiarity, uh, like the repetition of being understood by them over and over again that we are so addicted to that feeling. Maybe it's because uh, being understood is a form of validation. And in this world, it's really hard to validate yourself. <laughs> we're just we're just so needy for someone else to say, yes, that's that's legitimate. That's valid. Your feelings are real. Your experience is real. I get you it, like it, having someone else you know, confirm that somehow so supportive in this world. And it's so simple. That's another thing. We just need better listeners. I'm striving to be a better listener. I think I'm, I tend to be someone who overshares because, I don't know, I just assume the position that if I overshare, someone else will be comfortable to overshare. And I don't think anyone could overshare to me. Like, tell me everything. I'll, you know, I won't judge you. <laughs> I want to talk about more other feelings, other great feelings. Um, okay, everyone, even if they deny it, I know Uber is super convenient, but everyone loves to be picked up at the airport, to go outside the baggage claim, and there being someone there waiting for you, like a nice hug, they help you with your luggage, you're in a new place, you see, and it's either old fam, old family, <laughs> it's either family or old friends or something, that's always a great feeling. And then you get in the car and it's immediately like a catch-up, a laugh, anticipating some adventure. Also the feeling of creating something, like, uh, this is episode two, so I already created episode one, and it's 
it's like it feels good to like even though there is no you know parameters on this podcast besides the one I made for it which is also there's not much rules here as you can tell I just talk about stuff (laughs) but it's fun to have a completed little thing a little thing that you put authentic energy into and would not exist without you creating it that's a really fun and satisfying feeling and though it's like totally morbid but I like to think of the fact that well if I die you know, I've got this bizarre podcast out there that you could still hear me. <laughs> Uh-oh, you brought up death. Oh, dearie me. Everyone is so afraid of dying for obvious reasons, because we have so much to do out of love here. But uh, I think it's actually more about, well, fear of pain, but more so the, the fear of not untangling whatever little knots you have in your life like not telling the people you truly love that you truly love them you know not hugging someone long enough those are the things that we all regret the most is you know oh in that present moment when you could have held someone longer you didn't you were focused on something else something trivial and stupid now in hindsight and we regret not giving the true authentic compliments we've always thought of you know about certain people in our life we we regret not freaking telling them that like the reality is you were gorgeous yesterday blew my mind the way you said xyz i thought was super cool or i love the way you always show up for me or you're so funny, you're so brilliant, your ideas have changed my life, or your support has changed my life, whatever it is. And so yeah, humans are really dumb, because somehow we get lost in our own brains, our own problems, our own insecurities that, where, somewhere along the line, we just didn't think it was, you know, important enough to tell someone something really you know, positive about them? Like, why not? Well, I don't know. Is it what? If we give a compliment, does that mean we're at loss? No, it not at all. I mean, I can understand sometimes it might feel awkward because I've been in the position where sometimes if someone gives me a compliment, I feel pressure to like return the favor. And it's like, no, no, no. you don't give compliments to expect to receive them back. And uh, I think maybe that's the problem with the culture of telling people how they really affect you or how you really like like something about them it just feels like then it's maybe awkward or hard to navigate what you do after you've given that kind of honesty okay so everybody let's try and give authentic honest true compliments and feedback to anyone we love or are presently infatuated with okay so there you go you got podcast homework now (laughs) actually that would be pretty cute if anyone would tell me if you've gone out of your way to you know hand out some honest authentic feedback and compliments to people you've like already had those sentiments towards uh how it how it went and uh, the experience (laughs) I think it like it feels really good when you make someone else feel really good. So it's still mind boggling to me that we all tend to like 
keep some very complimentary positive feedback like a secret. Well, and I guess that just hints at how insecure we all are that by making someone else feel good, are we, we're worried that it makes us less. God, we're all so self-absorbed, seriously. No, you are. Well, yeah, I guess I probably am. I'm trying my best, okay? Everyone is just trying their best, okay? We're all trying really hard. <laughs> I think the hardest thing about first impressions is that it immediately you have the layer of thinking about how whoever it is you're meeting for the first time is going to perceive you. And so there's this awkward, like, observational effect where you're, like, observing yourself, observing someone who's observing you, and observing that they're observing your observations. When really the best first impressions are the ones that that isn't happening. You're not trying to be like, oh, how am I being perceived? <laughs> Life is just easier when you're not thinking about yourself, period. Honestly, it's so much better to just lose your sense of self. I really stand by that. Uh, but now I am thinking, what is it about first impressions? Some are very memorable and some aren't. Uh, I think it just comes down to A, good posture, good eye contact, you know, presence. If you're really present when you're meeting someone, there is a certain energy there that, you know, it's unmistakable. And then, you know, there's all kinds of other details, whether, you know, you're actually connecting and vibing with the person or not. You know what? Screw first impressions. Whatever. They, there's lies, okay? And I was just thinking how I'm a model and first impression has actually been pretty important with all the work that I have been rejected for and accepted on. So I'm actually totally over the idea that first impressions are oh so important, Okay. You know, we're all trying our best. <laughs> and our best changes dramatically throughout the days, months, and years. For real. So you think you're, like, changed or something? Oh, gosh golly, I hope so. I'm just trying to evolve. To, you know, go with the flow. Because change is the only constant. So all I can hope for is positive change in myself. And I know this is about to get really cheesy because <laughs> I'm about to be like... <laughs> Yeah, and changing yourself is the only thing you can control in this world. But it's true. Uh, when you change yourself, you change the way you see things, and you change your habits, your mindset. Uh, that's when magic happens. It's all it's all coming from within. As 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 above, so below. As within, so without. Boom, baby. Oh God, I just like was thinking how appreciative and grateful I am for everyone who's ever appeared in my life like I think about how you know we really are just a big bundle of everyone we've ever spent any time with like we grasp all these little you know energy bits and mannerisms ideas encouragement love we get all this love from all these people that just happen to be here you know and we, we we're here <laughs> and meanwhile human history goes on long before you know my generation that's for sure and it just I I naturally am always in awe at like what are the chances you know when I see someone I love I'm just like oh we're here together forever well maybe not forever but a good time not a long time <laughs> okay I'm gonna wrap it up now guys thank you so much for listening to me moan on philosopher's moan and see you next week for episode three Mwah. 
Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about philosopher's poem. Chase it. Chase the love, the light, the passion, the appreciation, what brings us together, the vulnerability, the sincerity, the courage to say what you mean. It's contagious. So what if our feelings are outrageous? We should celebrate the awareness, the opportunity to bear this. This time we are the heiress. This generation not careless, turning up the heat like a furnace. It's not about our matureness. Like, fuck it, not even nervous. Just trying to be earnest. Okay, cool, bye, love you, see you next time.